Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel. How you doing in this almost summertime? (laughs) Out there. I'm still springing. Oh, oh, okay. Excuse me. Okay. You know, because it's it's getting hot in here. (laughs) I mean, hot, like 90 degrees. They actually had to close one of our libraries because it was 90 degrees in the library. I mean, the and unexpected the, heat comes. It is 90 degrees. And see, and again, people will probably wonder why is it 90 degrees in the library? Why ain't they got no air on? Well, the reason is because with this whole circulation of unnatural air, you know, um, and, you know, a lot of these buildings are old. They don't want to put in the money to get new filters, filtrations, or new air systems put in with, you know, amidst this COVID, you know, and they don't want to, they don't want to be, you know, trying to get folks sick, they get sick, that kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I can understand it. And it could be for energy purposes. You know how a lot of establishments don't turn air on despite these spikes in the temperatures until a certain time of the month so that's 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 true too but um i it's it's just crazy because it has but it has been the temperatures have been hot and speaking of hot man oh manashevitz i have seen some pictures of the swarm of cicadas leaving behind like anthill, large anthill style mounds of their shells. And it is so disgusting. I, I'm like, why, why, why? <laughs> because that's what nature does. No. Cicadas leave environmental benefits that are to help nature. So I know it's it's crazy. I mean, I've seen or I've actually seen posts where people step out into their yard and all you hear is this reverberating noise of them signaling and oh, and you don't even see them. They're not in sight. And then you go to another part of the house and all over the pavement, like you said, are the remnants of their carcasses everywhere. I mean, this person had the uh had the leaf blower out trying to Mm-mm. get the bodies off of the property. No, but they're all around. But they, I, I did hear that they're 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 good mulching. It's good mulching. And and see, this is this is where my my stomach really starts to turn when I hear that they're very high in protein. So people decide to eat these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just know. Uh-uh. No, I don't have no. that kind of purpose for protein in my life. But but I, but I again. They have, you know, we have, people have also s- spotted a lot of snakes in my area. And I mean, some whoppers. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't know. Y'all can go out on that path if y'all want to. But, you know, they're eating. And I have a lot of frogs in my area. So they're eating the frog. I'm sorry, the, the snakes do eat the frogs. But the, the frogs and the, the snakes and, and all type, the dogs, to even the cats are eating these um 
cicadas because they're they're really high in protein and I'm but people are eating them too I just don't understand it like I said that's how nature is taking care of itself Mm. the circle the circle of lies but yeah they you know just to see them sticking on the trees and and the fences and it's it's really gross. It's hey, really they're gross. capitalizing on their environmental incentives. Yeah. Well. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, of incentives. Oh gosh. Oh yes. Incentives. You know. Uh, I I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life seen people give things. Because of a shot, a vaccine. I mean, they are incentivizing this whole thing. And to me, in many aspects, it's deplorable in different ways on both sides of the spectrum. You know, you're, <clears throat> they want to stop. They want to stop wearing the mask. People want to stop, want, want to have their quote unquote back to normal. Um, but yet again, on one side, there are people that don't want to get the vaccine. And, you know, I mean, and there are some times that some people can't because of health issues and things like that. But those that don't want to get it um, <clears throat> because of some conspiracy theories um, or, or things like that, they're now going to say, look, okay, look, if you get this, then and and in my state, <laughs> that and I thought this is the picture that I saw was just really step and fetch it to me. There was the governor of of Maryland standing there, and then I I didn't really see it until I, I looked at the picture again. But there was a man who had on a mask who was dressed in a lottery ball. Okay, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? They are get actually saying we're going to give you for there's $40,000 a day given away and a grand prize of $400,000 for those that are vaccinated. So when that was released, people who are now these are leaving out the people that have already been vaccinated, but those that are now getting vaccinated are put into a lottery pot. You know, and your name can just be pulled at random. So you go get vaccinated and you get a call. You just won $40,000, you know. <laughs> but I just think on that side of the spectrum, it's just ludicrous because there are people that are just going to just say, uh-uh, I don't care what you give me. I'm not getting that, you know. And it's a shame that we have to go to those lengths for people to get it. But at the same time, it's a shame that you're going to those lengths, period. It's like, why? And and it it's just crazy to me. And it, it makes you go, hmm, what, what is really going on? <laughs> well, when you think about it, even in the in the real bigger part of the pandemic when we were in it, there were there were people that went to the great lengths of not being believers until they got the the virus and then they became believers. 
So, I mean, we're talking about extreme risk takers, any way you look at it. Um, I actually read an article in, uh, in the Washington Post about the incentive that Governor Hogan is encouraging businesses throughout Maryland to offer the incentives, but to workers to get vaccinated. Like state workers are being offered $100 payments if they get vaccinated because you have people that are working in various industries that are in close contact with things that people are, whether it's consumers in food um, locations or in health locations who have declined to get vaccinated. But they're trying to increase this because throughout the country, they've really seen a decline in people actually getting um, vaccinated. And yes, there are different reasons why. Uh, in one state, they actually are offering um uh, $50, I think it is $50 if you'll take like a neighbor to get their first shot. So it's an incentive to the people who are supporting. And we're talking about people who might not have a car or right. some kind of access to get to these locations to get vaccinated. Well, so they're trying to go through different methods to encourage people to get um vaccinated. Oh, actually, that was in the state of Mich Michigan, where it's the good neighbor program to help a neighbor get vaccinated, scheduled and vaccinated. That's but, but see, that's not that that incentive that I'm talking about. I'm not talking because, you know, there there are like share rides and there are things like I've seen where Uber or Lyft, um, you, you can get the access. But when I'm saying when you're talking about Delta is offering free flights for a year, that is 12 months. If you show them a card, your vaccination card, you are eligible to get free flights for the year for getting vaccinated. You well, know, and you I know. get and I get it. People want to travel. That I mean, actually, that's a that's kind of a really good incentive, you know what I'm saying? But um the thing is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm, I struggle with a lot of this because we're trying to come out of a, a quote unquote de, a financial depressive state in the market system, in our economic system. And we already know that a lot of the flights were hit hard. Travel was hit hard. One of the biggest um, to be hit so hard with the pandemic. And for them, I'm like, you're just giving away. Because let's just say 50,000 people go get vaccinated. And you're looking at, let's let's just average out a round trip ticket of $1,000. You know, that's still money that you're, the, 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 the flight, the um, commercial airline is losing out. You know, so that kind of thing. And then you got, see, the, uh, my other issue. This is the real big issue. You got Krispy Kreme, you got McDonald's, you got Wendy's, you've got all these fast food um, places that are offering free food. And I, I, the issue that I have, because I'm an organic person, I'm health and wellness, I am just, I'm so into the healthy lifestyle and what you put into your, into your body is what you're going to get out of it. And that is just, it's, it's. It, like an oxymoron, you know, it's like you're trying to have good health, but then you're going to feed your body so it can deteriorate even more. I'm a little confused about that. 
Well, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, to that effect, there's like New Jersey that's doing the shot and the beer program. Yeah. And a number of them are doing different things, but it's it's all about to try to appeal to what people are indulging in and are interested in. Um, back at um, the monetary aspect, Ohio uh, is offering a million dollar prize starting tomorrow to adults who receive at least one dose and they'll be entered into a um, lottery for the next five weeks. And then, but theirs is twofold, which I have a certain appreciation for this, for those under the age of 18, they have an opportunity to win four years tuition to an Ohio public university. And okay. so five, five individuals will have an opportunity to uh, utilize that to further their education, which I think is a good thing. I mean, that's, that's for me. Um, and then there are other places like New York and in Chicago, Illinois, New York, they're doing, um, allowing people to get tickets to Mets games and Yankees games if they're fully vaccinated. But also what they're going one step further is, is if you come into the park, vaccinated people will be sitting here and unvaccinated people will be sitting over there. So, you know, this is this is something that's going to start to happen even when things even become more open, that they're going to start relegating locations for people that are vaccinated and unvaccinated at these events. Because at the bottom line, we're talking about protection here. Okay. We're really talking about people protecting. And I recognize those that are vaccinated such as myself I'm still wearing my mask and I'm still going to maintain a certain level of distancing because I don't know right it's still that don't know and the variances and the spreaders and all of that but in um, Chicago they're doing the Chicago music series where for a, a month uh, those that are vaccinated will have opportunity to enjoy free concerts and music events. So, but they're not going to mandate Chicagoans getting vaccinated. And it's not a thing of mandating it, but there's still there's still places where they're offering incentives to encourage people to be more conscious not only about their own health, but to those that they can potentially impact right. by not being vaccinated. So, you know, there's 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 a whole different thing. Um, and then in, you know, the larger, more popular states such as California and Texas, they're you know, they're addressing individual rights and protection of the economy as it pertains to uh, incentive wise. They're looking at it more from that perspective. But, yeah, you know, when you were talking about <clears throat> the the stadiums opening up and, and separating, segregating, um, that's what I'm going to call it because that's what it is. Uh, with regard to that, and because, you know, now we have 12 to 18 year olds that, that are able to be vaccinated, there are still those that are younger, okay, that want to also enjoy with their parents who may be vaccinated. So what happens with them? What happens when you have your fully vaccinated self and your family who consist of four children under the age of 12? Where do you sit? 
So see, this is this is where we we have that that issue here, that little fine line of what what happens. You know, I'm fully vaccinated, but your kids aren't. You know, so what happens with that? And I do understand that they're trying to get some sort of emergency vaccination for children between the ages of two and 11, which I still think is crazy. But, you know, they are going to have that. But right now they don't have that. And the summer is breaking. Everybody wants to be out. Everybody wants to go to cookouts and and and, and the movie theaters are opening and things like that. It's just that. And, and, and you know, they're they're they have been saying that even though children are have been either asymptomatic or not having it, they could still be considered as super spreaders, you know. Um, but what what happens with that? You know, because if, if that's the case, there's going to be a lot of issues with that. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's the whole thing is opening a lot of things um, because you don't we don't have data just yet. And that's going to take um, almost a total of a year with the collection of the data, the analysis of the data before things are uh, approved by FDA. Uh, but we still have to re recognize that we have to do what's in our own best interest to make sure that we're safe. Right. And that's really the bottom line that you really have to protect yourself and your loved ones. You know, you have people that are caregivers um, that's to be considered, you know, and that's being a, a thing on the table about, you know, disclosing that information. Businesses are going to have to reevaluate the whole HIPAA process when people are coming back into the various businesses um, to work. You know, there are those that have take that have option of not working, um, at, of working at home rather, um, but everyone doesn't have that particular uh, opportunity. <clears throat> and that's based on, you know, the kind of business and what your role is in that industry. So, you know, they're kind of putting it at a blanket thing that, you know, we prefer that you not come into the office areas if you have not been inoculated. But then it, again, like I said, it gets hairy that once things start to open up a little bit more and maybe they're, they're not mandating that rule anymore, um, are you going to be required to disclose that information? So Yeah, but they have, uh, <clears throat> back to incentivizing. So not only are they offering flights and food and uh beer <laughs> and and uh, rides and things like that um, to the to the general public uh, oh and money they are off also offering it like you said um, to the employees like the employees of Target and and um, different grocery stores now and there there are actual people that that work at these places that are just like, no, I still don't feel safe with people not wearing their mask and things like that. I, I don't feel safe. Even if, even if I have been inoculated, you know, it's just the whole thing is that, and which I just, it's a shame that this, a lot of this pandemic has been, has been fueled with fear, 
you know, and so it's almost like it's it, there's so much hesitation with removing the mask because of the what ifs. Oh, my goodness. What, and, and, and then you have to look at it as, OK, well, everybody's inoculated and all of a sudden, oh, after two weeks, we can take off our mask. Is it that, that is it really that easy? Something something hmm, makes you scratch your head, makes you want to say, hmm, you know, all of a sudden, why is it just so easy just to take off the mask? You don't have to wear a mask. You know, because I I walked into a Kohl's the other day and there were people without masks. Uh, uh, those cashiers, some had on masks, some didn't. You know, people walking around with masks, some, some, some weren't, you know. And then you have that whole thing of if you're if you're not walking around without a mask, did you not get vaccinated and this is then there you have your other problems when people like oh you're not vaccinated you know you have these people these people that are oh I can't stand when people just judge and they don't know the story (laughs) you know you have a lot of those walking around um but you have those people that are just just like you you know that say you know even though I'm fully vaccinated I'm still wearing my mask and social distancing and there's nothing wrong with that. And I wish people, I hope people will understand that your thing is not going to be everybody else's thing. And it's okay that they can choose because that's who they are. They're an individual. Individuals, we are allowed to choose what we want to and, and, and will not do. You know, so if it's my choice, yes, I don't have to show you a card. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to post it on social media that I have been vaccinated. But even though I have, I know that I have. And I still want to wear my mask. I still want to socially distance because I don't know what you've been doing. And there is nothing wrong with that at all. So I am really, really asking people, stop judging. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what would I do? Okay, if you won't do it, then that is you. If someone else wants to do it, allow them to do so without you all up in their face. <sighs> Anywho. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, it, again, it comes down to choice. and uh, But the choices that you make can potentially impact others um and you just have to be it's a it's a matter of respecting others you know you don't know their story you don't know you know why or why not um it's just like the same before we went into a pandemic you could catch anything from somebody else because you didn't know it we don't know what things are people are harboring in their bodies We don't know, and coming from a biology background, cross-contamination occurs so quickly. You sneeze, and I know many people have seen it where they've actually done, uh, uh, they've actually magnified the amount of bodily fluids that are expelled when you sneeze and how they contact other people unbeknownst to them. So I just think that we need to be more smarter and wiser about what we do and how we do. And stop being so nasty. And respect (laughs) others. And respect others. Because, again, you know, don't, 
you don't infringe upon somebody's personal space. Oh gosh, please I never say liked it, again. it before the pandemic. I don't want you getting mm-hmm. right up on me. We we need to try to maintain an environmentally friendly space between us. That's what works for me. And again, you know, not to be antagonistic of other people, question their decisions, because again, you don't know their story. There's, it's more than just a decision of maybe getting a shot or not getting a shot because there are other precluding circumstances for that. We just don't know those things, but we do need, we, we can't, the one thing we can do is be respectful. Exactly. Respectful. It's, it's, and it's so, you know, back to what you were saying regarding people in their personal, I don't understand it. Why do you have to be up under me? I just, and, and have a problem. If I say, please back away. And they look at me like I have about seven heads and I don't have a problem with telling folks to back up. <laughs> well, you know, people have gotten so aggressive. I just find it better for me to step back. Now, if you step two, once I step back, then I feel well within my rights to say what you need to do is step back, please. <sighs> so, but you know, this, this whole thing, um, you know, I think, yes, it this this whole thing of incentives, some being food, some being money, some being uh, a free this or that, um, it kind of preys on people in a different way. And I don't know, you know, not all of it is a good way of addressing it. You know, got people drinking, you know, I recognize a donut's not going to kill you. Just don't make it a plan of <laughs> that's going to be your process of getting free food everywhere you go. Um, but you know, again, like the restaurant group is called think food restaurant. They're going to continue to give out these gift certificates, um, to people. It actually started, um, May 8th until 70% of the United States population is inoculated. So that's a long time. And that gives a lot of people a chance to think about what's happening and, as the information becomes available and doing your own homework. But right now, currently, there's only a third of the population here in the U.S. that are, um, in fact, vaccinated. And I guess my final thing is, is that just consider that there's two things that won't happen to you if you get vaccinated. You won't end up in the hospital on a ventilator and you won't be in the cemetery. From COVID. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that people, people want this over. And the only way to get it over with is to get vaccinated or as they say, herd immunity, you know. Um, But that's something that as an individual, yes, you need to do what is best for yourself, but I would really promote prayer in the decisions that you make, you know, in any decision, go to God about it, ask him to direct your footsteps and, 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 and to become also 
more comfortable with it because I know a lot of things that we're rushing to say no or yes to um, has a lot to do with our fleshly anxiety and the what ifs, the worrying of it all. And, and for you to make a sound choice, a sound decision, I believe that prayer is the only answer for that. And asking God specifically, Lord, direct me on in the way in which I should go with regard to this vaccine. Lead me, direct me to even even up to which which vaccine. Um, and also within that prayer, pray that you are protected. Pray that there are no adverse reactions in the name of Jesus, that you are saved, that he keeps you, that no hurt, harm, or danger will come to you. Um, so that's what I, I have to say about that situation for those that are on the fence, um, even those that are just completely flat out saying no. Um, and um, that's all I have to say about that part. <laughs> so we want to leave you with a word of prayer. Lord, we ask you right now to continue to bless those that are listening and their families and for those that they know and their families. We ask you to continue to protect and provide and give wisdom, Father. Give wisdom to those, Father God, that again are still on the fence or, or in the total no. We ask you, Father God, to give comfort, to give peace spiritually, mentally, and physically regarding it, Father. Those that have, have taken it, that no hurt, harm, or danger will come to their bodies, to their organs. Father God, we ask you, Lord, that those that are on the fence that are considering to take it but have different issues and trying to weigh the, the goods and the, the good and the bad we ask you father god to bless them and be with them father that that nothing will hurt them nor harm them lord no weapon formed against us shall prosper lord we just thank you right now we thank you and we love you and we say amen amen in jesus name amen now if you see something strange, hear something odd, always remember to say what you say. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.